to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vester. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Well, I got a new haircut. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I don't remember what I said about the last ones. Kyle, yeah. Kyle's always bringing up his haircuts. We talk It's about. the last time I'm going to this guy, though. Yeah? He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't <laughs> listen to good. anything you I said. fine. Yeah, you see this skin tag on the side of my head there? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can see it, right? I mean, once of, you point it out, the, I've never noticed it before. That's because I keep it long enough, <laughs> so it's covered. <laughs> that was the singular instruction. Three instructions. Short enough, but but still have that covered. Yeah. Part at the point of my, uh, what's that called, widow's peak? No, that's the front. That's your recede, receding hairline or whatever. I don't know. I don't know either. Widow's peak is the thing that comes out the I front. think I said Widow's Peak, and maybe that's why he was like, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want, because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I also pointed with my finger. Right. Wherever going bald starts on your forehead, the yeah. pointy parts, yeah. whatever the fuck that is. What Christian Slater has, like, the back of his head. <laughs> I'm like, there, I'm like, leave it longer in the front than it is in the middle and the back. Then, reverse then it mullet. is on top. No, I just want... Longer at the front, short at the back. Yeah, reverse mullet. That's sick, dude. Do you remember the... Did you have that trend in school at some point where I never went to school really so maybe not grade seven to 12 i did this would be close i think this is in elementary school for me Mm -hmm. maybe grade six seven type of thing where girls this is a thing with the girls would shave their heads and just have bangs no it was a fucking weird (laughs) like jonah lomu haircuts do you know who jonah lomu is no he's this guy that played rugby for england or sorry new zealand he killed england um the All Blacks are like, you know, they're the best team in the world. The All Blacks really are an anomaly in all of sport for how much they win the World Cup of Rugby. Yeah, but they got a team full of coconut heads and no one else can do that. Well, that's true. That's yeah. what I mean. But compared to their population, rugby's a pretty like worldwide sport. Like I'd say second to soccer for most played in the world. Because South America plays, all of Europe plays, Australia plays, Africa plays, even North America plays. Anyways. This guy, he came out of fucking nowhere, basically. He's he's like the fastest, biggest guy. Oh, he's huge. Yeah. He I was, saw a video of him the other and day. And he's got a tuft of hair on the top. He's bald with like a tuft of hair out the front of his head. And it kind of looks ridiculous, but he's so big, no one can say anything. And he just runs over people. He was Typically, wingers are like short, fast guys. But they're like, this guy's fast and he's huge. He's like a fullback in football. He's like, I'd compare him to like, um, who's that the all-time great Jim Brown? From the NFL. He's like the Jim Brown of rugby. Who's Jim Brown? I know that he name. Was, he played for the Browns. He was the best running back ever for forever. <laughs> I know. That <laughs> sounds so made up. Yeah. Uh, I saw a video of this guy you're talking about. And he and just it, ran through and over people. It has to be the same guy. I didn't notice the hair, but he was so fast and so big. Yeah. He was out sprinting guys half his size. And then he would, and then if you could catch him, he'd run you over. And it was like violent. Oh, there's a guy, there's a little dude just in his tracks, and the guy was coming at him from the side, and you could see the guy being like, fuck my life, fuck, but he had to stand there, and he just went for the top of the leg, shoulder into it, and they both went over, (laughs) but that's best case scenario, because he got blown to bits. That's how you do it, man. I mean, that's part of playing, I know you've had to do it in hockey, like, I'm going to take, I have to take this one. I'm getting in. I'm just getting in the way, basically. Oh, I feel like, you're like, in hockey, though, especially if you're a... The type of player I had, or the most, my value was I get, I get the puck. Yeah, that was my major value. So I, 
I was faster than everyone, which means I beat all the defensemen into the corners. Which means you which get means they're green. racing for the puck, which means you're skating as hard as they can. <laughs> and I have about a split second to get the puck in front of the net then, before boom. I get absolutely fucking crushed. How bad does that hurt? I've a, never a lot. I've never played hockey. It's like seems real it seems like, you know, concrete floors, ice floors, boards don't seem very soft. They they're reasonably soft, but some arenas. Uh, so when you build it, they have you have concrete outside. Yeah. Some arenas build the concrete steps like halfway up the boards, yeah. so they don't flex. <laughs> so they just... And holy shit, does that hurt? You just get smashed. And I I like how I went my entire career with being like I've never had any real concussions. Yeah. <laughs> and like looking back, I was like, I when I found out what concussion symptoms were, I was like, oh, I had concussions oh, all the time, every game. <laughs> yeah, minors though, yeah. not majors, but. I'd be uh, like, why do am I, am I off balance all the time? <laughs> why do I feel like murdering my family? <laughs> why did I buy a Bowflex? Big mistake. <laughs> um, we got a great story today. Okay, you would have to. Uh, I'll tell you about it. Okay, well, I just let me preview. Okay, so three kings. Oh, they're stealing, Moab. stealing gold. There's pools of blood. It's it's fucking wild. But what have I been up to? Just fucking framing. Um, got about a thousand slivers. I stopped wearing gloves. I hate that. I fell in a puddle today, which was miserable. In I just well like I was just I was, slipped. Yeah, well I tripped over a fucking tarp. I was carrying these fucking joists, these twenty foot five, twenty five feet long joists, put up so we can put the floor on top. And they're like heavy and awkward and I'm walking in my giant fucking work boots and I trip over a tarp and I got the joist and I fall. I don't hurt myself, but I fell right into a fucking puddle and just like splash and like Eric and fucking Bino are just <laughs> laughing their dicks off. How early you all are? Right? You all right, man? Yeah, I'm good. They're like, you wet? I just turned around just like soaked. <laughs> just soaked. Were you wet for the rest of the day? I, yeah, I took the tarp off for the for the afternoon there my shirt off oh and uh yeah it was fine it was whatever it was just sucky and then i got something <clears throat> in my eye so that looks fine that's what i did today that uh, cool story hey how about that that's... comedy show we went to oh yeah that's first sucked. comedy show in a year uh i mean we still told our jokes out loud but it was like it was like a family reunion and this guy has like probably there's a lot i think of incestuous cousins in that in that field a lot of kids running around not a lot of parents yeah. a lot of brothers and sisters and <laughs> yeah. way too many kid to brother and sister ratio at this at, this, at a comedy at show this comedy show at a backyard yeah it was i mean it was fun we got to say our jokes out loud i think all the comics had a pretty good time it was fine it was just nice to be like we did a show yeah the show went bad I mean, what I, it went it pretty much exactly as I I kind of actually expected it to be a little bit better honestly because I thought too. there would be more like comedian friends and we could like, it was really hard to gauge if what anything we said was funny at all. You couldn't, there would be like a couple people laughing in a pickup truck way too far away to even hear them. So you're like, do they like it? And like, I don't know, like, are you guys literate? Do you so, guys know jokes about like <laughs> politics at all? <laughs> One guy gets his hair cut with a fucking axe. He's just got like a fucking scar on the middle of his fucking face. It's the, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but you know Conrad? Yeah. He goes to the barber, gets the douche line. The douche, yeah, give me the douche line. It's douche. It's I don't idiot. know what it's called, but that has to be what it's called. <laughs> it should be called that. So he gets it like tr triple wide to the point where it's uncomfortable. Yeah. This guy gets the douche line starting across the right side of his head, ending on the left. It honestly looked like he survived a fucking axe attack. 
It, it looks unbelievably stupid. <laughs> and you know, his wife got offended because she's like, I did that. Oh, yeah. I did it. Oh, well, you shouldn't have done it. You should pay for a haircut. And then that won't happen again. Uh, I think I would let my wife cut my hair. I used to let... I used to let... You've had the worst haircuts I've ever seen in my life, though. So why... You don't care at all. I don't... I don't care. Yeah. That, that, goes, that goes all the way back. Man, I wish Simeon was here for this one, actually. Because um, Simeon did the same shit as me, but... When I went to school, like grade seven, I had like I had like a Backstreet Boys beach blonde like fucking Nick Carter haircut. Oh, frosted tips, the whole thing. Well, it was bleach blonde and it had grown out, so now it's kind of long. But there was these two gr- girls there, friends of mine. I ended up dating one of them, so it was the beginnings of like liking girls. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. You guys can cut my hair however you want. And they did like a cul-de-sac one time. They did like just weird <laughs> shaved splotches all one time. Like Rugrats. Like, yeah. Like, um, like I the, did. The babies from Rugrats. Like a sideways mohawk one time. So just like, it looked like headphone. It looked like a headphone <laughs> band on my head. I can't even picture that. Yeah, it was stupid looking. They were all stupid looking. And I kept them for a long time. That cul-de-sac one. Yeah. I ended up like. So school finished and then I played rugby all summer and then like, like I just never got it fixed and it grew out. So I just had like, after six months, I had like hair like yours on the top and like longer on the sides. Like just so, <laughs> so weird. So weird. It's weird to see one of those grow in. I wore a dress one time because they were like, you would Who wear hasn't? a dress to school. Who hasn't? And I was like. Oh, I'll... to school. Yeah. So I wore a dress to school. A skirt. <laughs> a skirt, not a dress. It was did, a skirt. did you get reprimanded? Um, yeah, but then I didn't have a change, so I got to wear it for the rest of the day. They, they were like, do you want to, like, we don't really want to send you home because we don't want to set, like, some sort of precedent, but you're not allowed to do this anymore. And I was like, honestly, quite comfortable. I know what the Scots are talking about. It was awesome. How do you, you couldn't even mention that now what to do you a mean? kid. Uh, that you, you can't, can't wear, wear that. At the Christian school, you probably could. At the Christian school, they have their own laws. You're probably right. And they can't enforce a dress Speaking code. Speaking of... We actually have some exciting guests coming up. Um, I haven't confirmed a date of these interviews, but we have several ex-teachers, and one of them's everybody's favorite, coming on the podcast probably in the next two weeks. Everyone's favorite from your... Uh, from my from KCS. From KCS. Yeah, the Christian Perspectives teacher. So <laughs> he's coming on the pod. That means nothing Hopefully. to me. I know it doesn't mean anything to you, but to everybody that like knows me and went to that school. He's the so, fucking shit or is he a douche? He's he's cool. Everybody likes him. I oh, kind of was, liked him. I was a bit skeptical a little bit because I, you know, I kind of misremembered how things were because I went out for coffee with him. We just had a great conversation for like a few hours on oh, you Sunday. You went out for coffee? Yeah. Because he was like, the I don't whole know, thing. Eh? I don't know if I should come on the pod. Blah blah. We sat down, and by the end, he's like, Oh yeah, I'll come on for sure. You got to talk to so and so first, and then, yeah. Uh, so that's that's happening. That's exciting. But um, yeah. What were we talking about? Huh? What, <laughs> what do you mean? What are we talking about? We're I talking forget. about this. Okay. Well. I have nothing to say. I have nothing else to say on the subject. You know how I have to direct myself to the next thing? <laughs> I was about to say Bible Beaters Podcast mastered the transition early on. Dude. What are we doing? I li- guess the Bible. Literally, when I do stand-up, the only thing I'm like memorized in my head is how I'm going to talk about the next subject. That's literally the only thing. Okay. When I'm, I'm organizing right now, my jokes. You have, you're, you're a very good stand-up, yeah. in my opinion. 
You are the worst at transitions in stand-up. I've, I, just, I can't believe that's the part you try. Well, I just go, I'm going to tell that <laughs> joke and then this joke. And then I go, fucking, those two things need to connect somehow. And I force it. You force it so bad. Yes. <laughs> I just force, but that's, that's how my mind works. It, you force it like the priest in an altar boy. Yeah, once I'm talking about something, I can talk and I can go lateral or whatever. But to get into what I'm, t- now I want to talk about this. <laughs> You used to have all these little crappy jokes. Yeah, whatever. In between these yeah. one-liners that you had to say, and <laughs> when the when your last joke bombed, oh, it didn't terrible. make any sense to say the next one, but you just had it in your head that you had to say it. Oh man! So I, I always stopped masturbating the shower. Stop it! I did stop. <laughs> I just said I stopped. Oh god! You know why? Man, it's just not. This is an injustice to me that everybody yeah. doing that joke in my face all the time, because. That got a bunch of laughs a bunch of times. A bunch of times it bombed really, really That's hard. That's true. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'm not going to sit and the rest here of your jokes. Here's sh- the thing. No one's shitting on the rest of your jokes. They're shitting on that one. Yes. Yeah, so so take it. Take that for when, what it is. When Crone started just doing different examples of that. So just so everybody's on the same page. I well, used, I was showering. No, I, was, I, I stopped. I used to jerk off so in the shower. I used to jerk no, off this the is shower. me. This is me. I used to. Okay. But I stopped. Why? Because it was ruining my laptop. Boom. Big. <laughs> Zinger. When laptops first came out, when I first wrote that joke, it was hilarious. Okay, so anyways, Crone goes up and he's like, I stopped masturbating in an avalanche. It was ruining a lot. And just saying, like, I stopped masturbating in a sea storm. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's a bad fucking, of course. And now everybody just memes me on that. Just everything to it doesn't even it, they yeah. barely have to make sense. I it stopped just has masturbating during it, a nuclear meltdown. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be masturbating anymore. It just has to be said with that cadence. Oh god, and it kills. It was real. within a group. Yeah. Um, what the fuck were we? Ta- oh, speaking of stand up, I'm doing something crazy. I'm just gonna tell you now because mm-hmm. you'll probably overreact. Uh, Dave, you know how Dave gets really crazy and dumb ideas all the time yes he's like you should film a special and i was like all right no yeah let's do it at dakota's put it on youtube fuck it why not because there's no value in it exactly let's just fucking are you gonna do all new jokes i'm gonna do all those jokes that i've been doing for forever that need to die so i'm gonna record them all fine fine record them all put it on youtube and then yeah well let's do this I got a better idea. And then immediately, as soon as I thought that, I'm like, all those jokes are hack. I should just stop doing them and quit, like, just start stand-up fresh and never do those jokes. I feel like I want to record them because I've been doing it for, like, 10 years now, right? Here's what we'll do. Everyone's... Here's what we'll do. What? Once these restrictions get lifted, which it looks like they're gonna, first of all, fuck Dave. He's not involved in this. (laughs) It's Dave's idea. I don't give a shit. He, uh, we go, we do a little bit of a tour. Yeah. Like we planned on. Yeah. You you hammer those jokes out during the tour, get it tight. Yeah, right. I'll open for it. Yeah. I'll, we'll co-headline for a bit, and then I'll open once you get longer, longer. I feel like everyone in Kelowna should do like we have eight guys about as good as. Me. No one should put out a special until people are asking you for it. No, that's the truth. Ugh. No one should put it out, but if you must, that's how you should do it. Tour we it. We should all do it. Tour it and get it tight. No one should. You should put one out too. There's no fucking way. We're all doing YouTube specials, Kyle. What, my 25-minute yes, special? Yeah, 25-minute YouTube special. 17 views. Oh, it'll shit. Be called. I will cringe it, within six months of putting it it'll out. It'll be called 17 views, Kyle Vesner. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny name. Just predict the amount of views it's going to get and call the special that. 
Here's the thing. I've been looking at like comics that are like, pr- they're good comics and they're like meme. You know, Joe Matteris. I That name sounds familiar, but he's a comic. Uh, well, he gets bullied on the internet constantly. That's a shame. But he's like, people should stop doing that. No, he deserves it. It's here's the thing. You should be bullied for the things that are stupid, like the laptop joke yeah. and everything Joe Matteris does. So Joe Matteris is a good stand-up comic. He's pretty good. I watch a little bit of it. He's good. He's it's not my favorite type of thing, but he's he's got all the he's got all the moves. Okay. He's a good comic. He's got all the moves. But then he does all he's like one of these guys that heard you have to oh I gotta do a podcast to succeed. That's why everyone else is succeeding. I gotta record day to day videos. That's what we're doing. No, but he, yeah, but we're good at it. He's terrible. <laughs> Honestly. This podcast, great. His holy shit, are they bad? Yeah. They're unbelievably bad. You gotta have a point. You can't just be another comedian talking into a microphone. I mean, unless you're Tim Dillon or like someone awesome. Yeah, but they have stuff to complain about. If you're a one guy talking to a microphone, you better be bitching. Yeah. There's there's three comics that I know that do it pretty good. Bill Burr. Yeah. When he was doing it, he bitched a lot. Yeah. Tim Dillon, best at it in my opinion, bitches the most. Third best at it, people might not agree. Chris D'Elia. I like Giannis, lots of bitches. Giannis Papas a lot these Does days. Does he have his own pod yeah, now? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Since he broke up with. Yeah. Uh, and he's just fucking. Stephen. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's like right up my alley. He knows like he's like a casual history fan like me. So he knows just about as much as I do about like the general arc of what might have happened. What the what the most people agree upon happened from like. The Bible till now, you know, just the general story with the main highlights. And he kind of talks like about that kind of stuff and all kinds of other things. Moving on. The Bible and stuff? Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. Like, like he did History Hyenas, right? And mm-hmm. then he did his own thing. But I'm just saying his casual knowledge of history, how he peppers stuff in with little anecdotes all the time is like my favorite. <laughs> I, that's the shit I love, right? They were good on it. Yeah. History Hyenas was a good pod. I didn't listen to... I only just started listening to it now that I heard it's canceled. So now I'm going back. Oh, but, really? But there's a whole, there's a hundred... There's like 200 of them. So that's Dude, they had, a, they had a Patreon that was making good money. <laughs> like good like good money yeah. like something like 15,000 a month or something so, I mean should we jump on the fucking speculation train why they broke up and I don't even I do know to why I've, I've been listening to, I listened to him say it he didn't outright say it but they broke up because Chris Stefano outgrew his fame and could link up do podcasts yeah he quit the. They quit the podcast mutually because he wanted to work on his TV career, and then immediately Chris Stefano, the next week, had a podcast with someone much more famous than him. So that's douchey. He stepping stoned his way up. Yeah, it's douchey, but I would never do that to you, Kyle. Like you won't have the option, but I'll never do it to you. <laughs> you get a better. Where are you going to find another guy like me who bitches about his parents so much? I, it's almost cringy how much I bitch about my parents, but it's fucking necessary because they're out there yeah. spreading this book around like it's true. Among other things. Like it's true. Um, do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? The hairy dude. The hairy dude passed, out, passed his... The bears. His mantle on, yeah. Sim Casting was, bear spells. Sim was here. Like it's, like it's World of Warcraft. Yeah. Summon bear. <laughs> Summon two bears. Which he did, and then they mauled 40, in some translations, little children. In other translations, use responsible or old enough to be responsible. That was like one translation. All the other ones were little kids. Yeah, I know. The King's James says little children, which is my favorite version of the events. Yeah, he was 
it was it has to be kids and here's what i just realized mm-hmm. everyone over the age of 12 has jobs to do they can't just huddle up and wander around town they're working they're working the field yeah i mean i guess I these were little kids i want to know actually that's like fucking 10 year olds oh, god damn it i just realized i didn't do my homework for that guy Oh, I tried to forward it to you, the email, but I couldn't remember your email. Whatever. We'll speculate at the end of the podcast. Well, some we more speculated homework. last time. Some more homework I'm not going to do. I want to find out what the average day-to-day life would be like for just your average, like, you know, Jew back in the day. Because, like... Your average J-Dog? I know, Wait, like... Israel? Your average then? Roman. This, so this would be eight, eleven. I know, I know what their average day is. What? Hunting in caves, looking for gold. <laughs> It's just it's it from day to day. Find fucking food on well, the side of the everyone road. Everyone knows gold has a distinctive it. smell. Oh my god, that's, that's how they do, that's how they, they evolved it. to detect it in yeah. caves. Yeah. I don't even think there was much. I know Solomon had a bunch <clears> of gold, but it seems like he got it from Africa. I don't think there is much gold mining anywhere around that part of the world. I thought the river did the, the river Jordan? not have full? Of, wasn't full of gold? Not a, I, I don't know. There's no Bible story that says that. Like, I know all those, like, even in Canada, all these little streams and shit, the, yeah. I don't know which ones it was specifically. I know Canada has gold. There though. was a gold rush. Yeah. I've heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to the point Klondike. where you could just, you could just pan for golden streams and get like huge chunks of it. And I yeah. think that's where they found most of the gold in the world. I don't think they mined for it at all. They got, they had to have mined for it. Whatever. They think they, they just, gold was just lying around and they just went it and was lying it up. around in streams. They definitely mined for gold. There's silver and gold mines was like one of the things they needed slaves for the most. But we were talking yeah, about that's probably true. the average. So I heard uh, the history of Rome podcast. They talk about he, he does one episode dedicated to the life of the average Roman. And then he makes a distinction between like a guy living in like rural, the farmer guy and then like a senator. But typically a senator, they just get up in the morning, eat some nuts, some like uh, dried fruits and then they just go around, like, milling about, asking for favors. They're just kind of like... What do you mean? Like, well... Is that, that asking in quotes? Nah, I mean... Like, conducting business. Today, we would call, like, you know, selling by... Just making oral agreements, basically. Favors. There was not a lot of money. Even though they had money... People didn't use it as widespread as they used so it. There's a barter system, and they yeah, would negotiate and a lot the barter of, system. A lot of favors. I'll do this for you. You do this for me, and that's kind of they. Oh, just so tr- he'd be like, "Will you do this for me if I do this for you?" And then he'd go get someone to do it yeah. for less, and then yeah. he'd collect the middle. Yeah, and you tr- you just kind of trade in favors. People bitch on those people, but that's a valuable thing to have. Exist. I mean, that's kind of my dad's whole job. <laughs> he's a middleman for God. He's just like trying well, to. T- well, and that's a skip- stupid and- job because God doesn't exist. <laughs> he's a middleman for nobody. Okay, but he in his mind. He yeah. he believes it, and I mean it's greasy to say it like this, but he is skimming the fucking money off the top and the sales of souls, sales of souls. Right? People come to church, they give their offerings, they save the souls, and he takes his little cut on souls. It's fucked up. Fuck. So when he goes to heaven, he's gonna does he get like a harem of souls with him? Um, Are you marked with like the person that saved you? That's an interesting idea. I don't know. I know that him and his preacher buddies, the same way we like talk about comedy and who killed harder when and whose specials the best, they talk about who has the most souls. And they're like John Wesley is like his favorite preacher, and he's like, That's That's weird, isn't it? It's it's weird, but it's like I don't know. Once you, if you're in that world, that's something you'd aspire to. 
I get it. I guess it's human nature to be competitive, but they all act altruistic. I know. And they're just, it's base level, I'm better than you competition. It really, truly is. And I mean, it starts off, they say, you know, it's because we're saving them from hell. And anyone that's saved from hell, it's a good thing, right? But yeah. in practice, what you're doing is just kind of pumping your numbers. Yeah. How do you know when you've, I guess when they're in their own mind. How yeah. do you know when you've saved? Well, there's... When like, they start going to church? Okay, that's kind of an interesting question. So, I've led people to Christ before, if you can believe this. Uh, Once upon a time? Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Um, <laughs> could you imagine you get a, they get to go to heaven, and if you have your little badge on it? Could you imagine? And it's, uh, and it's uh, Caleb Campbell, but you're in hell. <laughs> you're like, really? I don't know. If, this guy? I don't think anybody I saved follow through. I doubt it. I hope not. If I, man, I should go like like an alcoholic on the, one of the lists and find out everybody I fucking. That's step seven. That I wronged, that I got into <laughs> church. Anyways, so yeah, this is how you do it. So I would be, you know, I'd invite my friends to church and then they'd come to church and then, you know, you'd be like, so what do you think about God? Do you know that if you're going to heaven or hell when you die? That's how, that's like typically the opening question. And for a fucking 12 year old, that's terrifying. What? Yeah. If you don't know where you're going, that means you're probably going to hell. The only way to know for sure that you're going to heaven is to accept Jesus in your heart. Is that something you'd like to do? It's like, well, what happens if I don't? Hell. Okay, so we have the carrot and the stick. Obviously, you're not saved by you're not saved by works, right? You're saved by grace. So say these magic words. Repeat after me. Mm-hmm. I Kyle. I Kyle. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. <laughs> I I repent of all my sins <clears throat> to the one true God, Jesus Christ. I repent all my sins to the one true God, Jesus Christ. Who has risen and resurrected and will return. Who has resurrected and will return? And will return. Now you're a Christian, dude. Sweet. Also, what you just said didn't make you a Christian. You were already saved. However, you needed to say that. No, you're looking at me confused. Uh huh. Christians say you're not saved by. There's nothing you can do to be saved. You're saved by grace. But also, you have to accept Jesus into your heart. So mm-hmm. which is it, Christians? That's why. What if I want to accept God and reject Jesus? Oh, you can't. They're the same guy. But I want to. But you can't. What well, if I went? In, and- in fact, that's a heresy. And now we've started a civil war. I think I'm just Jewish. Well, the, the Jews I don't. I think I just realized I'm a Jew. That's it. They don't yeah. believe in Jesus. They just believe in Yahweh. Theirs makes way more sense, by the way. Yeah. And so does Islam. Islam just says Jesus was another prophet. Yeah, but then they added another dude, a wacky dude, a little too late for yeah. my liking. Well, Jesus was another wacky dude. No, I know. That's why it doesn't make sense. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Their wacky dude is older than uh, Muhammad. Yes. Right. But it makes more sense to say he was just a prophet than Christ incarnate. That is way stupider. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Muslims are less stupid (laughs) (laughs) because the Bible's full of like prophets. Yes. So like, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not a prophet. The prophets have almost the exact same powers. Like there's prophets with powers as good as Jesus's, Mm -hmm. but he had to make himself the fucking God. Yeah. The lamb who was slain. There's this whole perverse, disgusting sacrifice blood price that mm-hmm. runs through the whole thing. So the Christians just jerk off to furiously. Yeah, they they, they love it. Eating his body. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't drinking it? Drinking his blood, sucking his dick. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's you some, should suck his dick if you're gonna eat his body and drink his blood. Uh, honestly, he probably appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Little sauce on the crackers, man. Right? Just not, no dudes. <laughs> no dudes. There'd be two lines. 
two lines in church. No dudes in this one. So, so the dudes just eat uh, Virgin Mary's pussy. She you just have some sort of like. Uh, no, she can't feel. She can't. She's not allowed to enjoy anything. They just so pass no. around a fucking can of anchovies, and you like. So the guys eat the fucking fish, and the the women eat the fucking uh, hot dogs. I guess hot dogs are pork. You couldn't do. That. I actually. What would be the closest thing to just taste? Oh, just soap. Soap for what? For t- jizz. No, some sort of like. I don't know. I'm thinking of like some sort of like rotten beer, some sort of like something musty. It has to be like dank. It has that smell of like an attic, you know? It smells like fucking old clothes. <laughs> Dude, I think you need to get a checkup. <laughs> that's what you, that's what it smells okay. like? Well, that's disgusting. Let's move maybe on. Maybe just cuz Now I'm embarrassed. I don't know. I'm never, what's your smell like? Not like that. Maybe you should maybe it's cuz you're wiping it up with your old clothes. Let's let's blame it on that and move on. So Elijah got jeered and now he's uh, moved on. This is uh, we're going to assume years later. This story starts for second Kings chapter three. Joram, not from Game of Thrones. That guy is also. No, that's Jorah. Never mind. Joram, son of Ahab. Remember, Ahab. So we're, we're take, picking up right after he's like killed the kids of the bears. This, and then where'd he go? So this is the next story. Uh, he went from there to Mount Carmel and then returned to Samaria. This word, With nothing really happening? Yeah, this is years later because now we're oh. in Moab. Okay. So, which is modern day, I think, uh, Lebanon. So jo- Joram, son of Ahab. Ahab was the really bad king with the evil witch wife, right? He did more evil, every generation worse. The so, hot witch. Yeah, and so God was going to punish him, and his kids would never be king. All of a sudden, his kid's king, right? Where Right now? Yeah. So son of, became king of Israel in Samaria in the 18th year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. He reigned 12 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, but not as his father and mother had done. He got rid of the sacred stone of Baal that his father had made. Nevertheless, so he did remove like some relics of the false gods, but he nevertheless, he clung to the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit, and he did not turn away from them. So basically, he's still worshiping some other bad gods, but doing some good gods. He's reigned for 12 years. Now, Mesha, king of Moab, raised sheep, and he had to supply the king of Israel with 100,000 lambs with wool and with wool of 100,000 rams which is, I think, a pretty steep price. So Moab is the next-door neighbor to Israel. They've yep. lost wars to them. Remember, they were attacking Moab all the time. Yeah. And it, Moab took the opportunity to kick their ass last time. Didn't that happen? Um, they repelled. They repulsed the attack and killed the king, yes. Oh, okay. But in, now they're um, under the thumb of the Israelis, and they're paying 100,000 uh, lambs, which seems like their a— wool? Yeah, or no, the lambs to eat. The lambs— to eat, rate, raise, eat, or do whatever you want, and the wool of a hundred thousand rams. Fuck, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. I'm not like a modern. Like I don't know how much that is, but that seems like a, a preposterously high number. Seems like a shit ton. Yeah. Every year, how do they survive after you give a hundred thousand lambs well, away? I guess you have two hundred thousand. Like, is that a reasonable number? How many lambs does a sheep have? I mean, one at a time, but like, I think once a year, often? once a year, twice a year. I don't know. I don't know. If any it's of once things. a year, that's tough because you need double that that's amount. What I, then. That's what I mean. Like, it seems like a extortion, like a, 
a not feasible or sustainable amount. Like maybe a one time, give us a hundred thousand rent. But if we're collecting tribute every year, it seems like this isn't going to last long. Then they might revolt. Oh, well done, Kyle. So, but after Ahab died, the king Moab rebelled against King of Israel. It's exactly what happens. Who could have seen that coming? So at that time, King Joram set out from Samaria and mobilized all Israel. He also sent a message to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go fight with against me with Moab? And I love how it's rebelling where it's just like, we're not going to give you 100,000 sheep because we'll die if we do. Oh, what's that? You're rebelling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just killing them. Yeah, the pretense for war. It's also terrible negotiation. What do you mean? I mean, effectively, best case scenario, if you're occupying somebody, yeah, is to get the most amount of stuff from them without them. You got to read the prince. You. That's what they talk about in the prince. That book I was telling you to read about yeah. how to rule people. What if I read it and it just unlocks something in my brain? I just start taking slaves. Well, then at least your house will be a bit cleaner. And <laughs> no, well, if we'll I get, get some editing done on the podcast. If I get modern day slaves, I got to set up some kind of hippie commune, right? Yeah, like a church. Yeah. Like a church, like exactly. an anti-church, like yeah. like I actually planned on doing. Yeah, yeah. With a like, bunch of <laughs> bunch of get grown. You got to grow crops because yeah. then you need something for your slaves to do. Then you get a little slave farmers market. Oh my god! Um, stop me if I've talked about this before on the mm. podcast. But you know how I'm all like doom and gloom, and I think the world's gonna end in my lifetime. Yeah, you sound exactly like my grandmother. So, so I would, me and me and uh, me and my friend Dan from work were talking about this, and he's like. And I was like, listen, this is like, I'm starting to wonder if it's a good idea to like, just go in the woods, like have a compound, have a well, it's like a self-sustaining <clears> thing. And he's like, dude, honestly, we should do it. And he's like, we should go. He's like, you take your wife. He's like, I'll, I'll find a hot Swedish <laughs> wife. He's like, get your brothers and their wives. And then and in Sweden, no, somewhere, wherever. And then, but basically we, we started talking down this road of like having a little commune and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we turned into the Mormons in Utah. It's exactly what they did. They were being persecuted in England. They fled to Utah. They started a commune all of a sudden. <laughs> well, you know, you need to do what the Mormons did. Yeah. And arm yourself with 50 caliber guns, because if the world goes to shit, I know. we're coming for your compound. It, it, that's exactly it. That's why yeah. I said I can't live it. I, I'm not going to survive the apocalypse, because I'm would not going to shoot people. That compound would last a month. Well, you'd have to not tell anybody about it. and People like, would kill, find it within yeah. a month. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It would last one month. Deep underground, near the center of the earth to keep heat, like the <laughs> Matrix. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, there's even people. There's some people in Alaska that kind of do that, right? The funniest... They trap and... Yeah. The, the, the funniest part to me is how we just incepted ourselves into becoming Mormons. And by, basically, we're like, we're going to have no outside, you know, juice in the thing. So we're going to have to trade like our sons and daughters are going to be banging each other's sons and daughters if this commune's going to survive this apocalypse. Like, <laughs> and then we just so became Mormons. You weren't outsourcing your... Uh your, uh, I'm talking about actual societal collapse. There is no society to go back into to find wives. Well, in that society, you also have to bang their daughters, and they have to bang no, your daughters. I, I, I am dying. I'm not reproducing anymore. My seed dies with me, but they have to live in this dystopian future that I've provided for them. That's so funny just to take have that. Like, you made a failsafe. Yeah. Where you can survive the apocalypse, but then you're also not going to do your part to even let your See, lineage survive. I'm not going to fuck my daughters for the sake of the not world. Not fuck your daughters. Fuck your friend's daughters. You my got nieces diverse, and nephews. Got a, yeah. Got, no, no, what? I'm talking about with my brothers. I guess Dan oh, would be your, there. Dan yeah. would be there. He's not your brother. Yeah. Everyone's got a gangbang his family, turns out. 
Dan, I think you're going to want to recruit someone else that's not a Campbell into this. Because at the end of the day, they have one choice. And it's to gangbang your family. I guess you're the only one. Oh, but then you got to start chucking babies off a cliff when they get six toes. And- a friend, a person I know just found out that her great grandparents were first cousins. How hilarious. Really? Yeah. So like grandpa's parents, first cousins. Well, you know this. You know that my uh, my grandparents had the same last name. <laughs> Why is that, Kyle? Hmm? Well, they were Hutterites. That? Yeah. So were they cousins or what? Uh, they say they got genetic testing yeah. at the university. I don't know how careful the Hutterites are if they're just like, yeah, we did it and you're fine. <laughs> or if they actually got it done. What the Hutterites, Hutterites do is they do separate colonies. Yeah. And uh, Hofer's like Smith. But here's the thing. They only they only like bang it out with three or four other colonies. So, so that's what I'm talking about. See, it's not worth it. There's definitely some incest in my blood is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't them, it was their parents or their parents. Yeah, who knows? They were there for at least four generations, three or four generations. Yeah, this person was telling me this like, so we just thought that they like didn't get along with the rest of their family. Turns out they were kicked out and that's why they moved to BC and changed their names. And I was like, that's fucking wild. And I was like, what do you do with that information? She's like, I don't know. I just like felt shitty about it. I'm like, nothing shitty. Yeah. Nothing's, I don't know. I would, that, I, I was, when I found out, I was like, that'd be hilarious if they were cousins <laughs> as if I would care yeah. at I mean, all. Nothing's changed. No. You're the same. Like you're, all your life lived is still your life lived. It would explain so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, web fingers and toes or what? You ever hear Johnny Knoxville? So Johnny Knoxville got a DNA test or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he said this on the, I'm just regurgitating yeah. a story, but they're like, this is the doctor's like, you know how there's a, in Kentucky, there's a lot of little mountain towns that are pretty isolated. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. He's like, you're severely inbred. <laughs> He's severely inbred. He's like a smart guy, though, right? I don't know. I mean, he, that you would see, think he's not smart, but I've like from what I mean, I've he heard could, him talk, he could be reasonably smart. Yeah, he's, it's not. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be stupid, but he does have he's hard no inhibition when it comes to danger. He doesn't have that part of his brain whatsoever. You think he doesn't have that part of his brain, or he's just? I thought he was tough as fuck. I just thought he like he, those people don't have that part of their brain. You know the mountain climber Alex Honnell? Yeah. They scanned his brain. He doesn't have a fear center. It doesn't activate. <laughs> Straight up doesn't activate. This is like this is a normal person when they showed it. Bright fucking red, like off the map. Barely even a color. His. It barely a- even activates. I guess that's how you climb fucking 2,000 foot wall And he faces. doesn't care about dying. He straight up doesn't. Because his brain's broken. <laughs> just like Johnny Knoxville, just when everyone left the bull and he's like, ha, ah, this is hilarious, great video. He had no survival instinct or be like, maybe I should not die here. Well, there's the one, like that, like the first, like maybe real dangerous one he did where he got shot with a bulletproof vest on and he was like, this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever done. All right, let's go. That's not as dumb as the bull. I, I know, don't think. That I think was, the bull's way I, dumber. That I agree with you. I'm saying that was early on in his career. Okay. But he looked scared as fuck in that video. He was like, just do it, man. Like he was like freaking out. I don't think you can overcome that level of fear if you don't have something broken in your brain to a point. Yeah. There's that or the true not giving a fuckness. Yeah, but what is that? When you break it down neurologically, it's just that part of your brain doesn't light up as much as yours, <laughs> as a normal person. I guess so. Well, that's literally what it is. I like to think, so when I, when I say true not giving a fuckness in a scientific sentence like yeah. that, to me, that's willed 
true not get like they do give a fuck but they override all of that to exhibit that they don't give a fuck but you're saying no 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 they just don't actually don't give a fuck they do but less yeah biologically less and once you get down to that this is annoying <laughs> when i listen to people talk because you get down to the point where like then there's no free will yeah but then there is free will obviously mm. because i could slap you in the face as soon as you said that yeah but here's the thing that's not necessarily free will it's just everything led to that and now you slap me but this the argument against for or against free will is right now I have free will and you can't disprove it. The th- the well, theory is that the all these all these synapses is, are are firing before you actually are processing the information. This is Sam And Harris. then it's like what is your actual brain? I don't agree with Sam Harris. Well, even though it, he's wasting This is his little this is little proof of free will that he does in 2 seconds. Think of a movie, any movie. Okay. Any movie. Did mm-hmm. you pick a movie? Yeah. What movie did you pick? Batman Returns. Why did you pick that movie? Because it popped into my head. How do you control that? Well, I thought, huh? How, where did that come from and how do you control well, that? Well, I saw the movie. Yeah, so, but why not? You've How many other movies have you seen and why didn't they pop into your head? Probably because your shirt reminded me of Batman. So, was that your my shirt reminded some part of your brain that you didn't will to think of Batman? Yeah, but I don't think... That's I the, disagree that's with the, that because... You're in in his in his that version of free will. Your mind is is a catalog that chooses itself. So he told me, and or, not and not a library that you're selecting from. I was asked a direct question. I was in my mind, I'm scanning through a library of information that I have and choosing a point. Mm-hmm. In his mind, I'm at a library and Batman Forever flew in front of my face. Um, and I think maybe that's a dumb argument, but. Well, so he's also a neuroscientist. So that they've done these things with like the brain hats on. I don't fully understand how it works, but, but from mm-hmm. what he said, that when you're choosing something, they say choose one of five things on this table. They will know what you're going to choose, bef- like before you choose it. When you settle on choosing it, when before, mm-hmm. by the time your arm moves, the thought, the, the whole, the, like the yeah. unconscious thought is picked. But I up. understand that you can, you can process something before you enact it physically that doesn't prove you don't have free will yeah i'm well i look i'm not going to sit here no i don't know the answer either but i'm saying i've heard other neuroscientists debate these points and i agree with them much more than i do him because his theory might be true but he didn't prove it no and right now i could punch him in the face if he was in front of me that still doesn't prove and i could not punch him in the face what it does though how because i have that choice I had the choice to choose Batman. Multiple it's, movies it's popped the, into my head, and I chose Batman. I get that. It's Ill- I get that. It's an and he would say that that's an illusion of choice. <laughs> the more I Which listen is, to him, the more I go down that road. And the more, I don't know, when you kind of let... What is you, the, have to, you have to select what I'm going to do seconds before. Because I, I need... I need you to be able to predict it at that level of accuracy because there's a definite li- there's there's milliseconds between your brain processing something and you being able to re- okay, react. Okay, but like think about all the drugs that we can take. I've done a lot of drugs, and mm-hmm. on drugs you do a bunch of different things. But mm-hmm. that basically proves to me, as the subjective experiencer of the drugs, that there's things I can put in my brain that will make me behave different ways that mm-hmm. maybe is not really even up to me. Like when you're well, you're changing your brain chemistry exactly. So. Yeah. But is that not, does that not demonstrate that the, whatever chemistry is going on in your brain, the way I like it, I heard it described that I like, it's mm-hmm. like a lizard brain with a computer, supercomputer on top that you're kind of justifying every, so 
Your lizard brain is making the choice, and yeah. then your smart computer is going, I chose that, and this is why. Well, then how do we get better at things? I don't know. Fuck. I, and I'm over my head already, and I only kind of believe it. And who knows? Let's get I, back I to- I get that. I get the point of that. Yeah. I do get it, because your emotions directly dictate your behavior, and that's caused by chemical reactions in your brain, whatever. That is true. I'm not saying you can't be manipulated. That would be a retarded no. thing to say. That's true. But to say no one's ever made a choice is a bold statement that you have to it's, back up, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, one more final point. I keep making, I keep saying mm-hmm. final points, but just kind of log- logically, like causality, like kind of everything affected something for like the next thing to happen. You know what I mean? Just like we yeah. didn't just exist here. Like today, I did, you know, I got out of bed and I put on my clothes and I went to, I did all those things. Well, I would like to think the fact that we have choice and most things don't is yeah. the reason why. We're more successful than every other being on this planet. But it might be that we just have a better supercomputer on top of the lizard brain. That yeah. is true. We could that could just be true. That process the is the information better. Have you heard but of, still makes the same fucking stupid reactions. Have you heard of uh Foundation by Isaac Asimov? No. Okay, it's set in the future where mathematicians have figured out physics so good that they can down to like the individual electrons, like how they behave. Basically, they fi- they have perfect information about the world. Mm-hmm. So with that, they can actually extrapolate every single thing that's going to happen, every ch- chemical reaction, thereby predicting the future, thereby knowing what's going to happen to uh, like a percentile dice, right? So we know 99% sure. and there's going to be these crisis. Mo- so the the thing is, they found out there's going to be a horrible catastrophe 3,000 years in the future or mm-hmm. however long. And, well, that I could actually believe. And they're trying to yeah. prevent it. And it's, this is a great book because there's no other book like it. There's no main characters, really. It's just all of civilization going through, and there's the person for their age. And so every you know 50 to 99 to 200 years, there's a crisis moment that needs to go a certain way. And they intervene... <laughs> Kind of, they like hologram or like send a message to influence in the way they hope it goes, and then maybe it goes, maybe it doesn't. It's a pretty great book. That sounds awesome. Yeah, recommend. I'm actually reading a book right now. Which one? 1984. No, I bailed on that book. You gotta get to the Ministry of Hate. Fine. It's get... not the spoiler. It's the experience of the Ministry of I Hate. Feel like you spoiled it for me, but I know you said that, but it's not that type of a book. It's the actual what happens. Well, I'd like to choose how I pr- I read books, but. <sighs> I'm reading one called uh, Running the Light. It's a delusion. Yeah, then what's the difference? And I won't read Running anything. Running the Light's a co- comedy book? Yeah, it's a it's a fictional book about a, com- a washed up comedian that was once in his prime and kind of just on too much drugs. Is it too real? Too much alcohol. It's uh, Reading it, I keep going, okay. At least you, like, I'm not there yet. You can but console yourself that you were never good. That's so the thing. So you're not no, I'm not up. even, I'm not this guy yet <laughs> either, but I'm like... Yeah, I could totally see all this shit happening. Just being on the road and you're f- almost 50. So you're just coping by boozing and yeah. doing coke. The set, yeah. But doctor, it's a fucking good book, though. I'm halfway through, only after a few sessions. You should go see Palaguchi, whatever, the clown. But doctor, I am Palaguchi. What's that? What? You haven't heard that? No. Oh, man. It's from The Watchmen. You, you haven't seen The Watchmen? Dude. I've seen it and I've read it. Okay, the... Okay, yeah, the comedian at the very beginning. But I don't retain anything. Okay, so, so anyways, a fucking guy goes to the doctor's office. He's very sad, depressed. He says, you know, I've been just feeling that life is meaningless. Everything's shades of gray, and I don't get any enjoyment out of doing anything anymore, and I just want to die. The doctor says, that sounds pretty serious. Luckily for you, the famous clown, Palaguchi's in town tonight. You should go see his show. It'll take your mind off this. And doctor, 
I am Pelagucci. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. All right, back to the Bible here. So they're extracting fucking tribute from the Moabites. The king, uh, Joram, sets messages to his neighbors uh, in Judah. He says, join me in this fight against Moab. They really because pissed- Moab won't pay. Yeah, and they rebelled against us and they deserve it. <laughs> You'll notice anybody that wants to go to war says that they are in the wrong, right? That's uh, Hitler's propaganda minister, minister said, you know, how easy it is to convince the masses to go to war. You just tell them you're being attacked, denounce the pacifists for the lack of patriotism, and just go for And that works in every country, no matter what. That makes sense. Yeah. I heard someone say that uh, before the, the, I don't know if this is true, but before the war, that a lot of those people, a lot of the people in Germany were indifferent to Jews. They had no... It wasn't a big anti-Jew rhetoric. I don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. But once the propaganda machine started going, they had a lot of problems, though. Mm-hmm. And then they blamed it on the Jews, and everyone went, oh, that's who it is? Yeah, that's really that's kind of a repeating pattern in history that happens all the time. And it actually happens to be the Jews a lot of the time. Well, maybe they shouldn't have been God's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I will go... Most <laughs> ironic God... What the- Telling the, telling the story and then dictating the his, history after this book was written about the lives of the Jews prior, like during the book and after, and being like, obviously they're the favorite. I mean, if you go around it's, saying yourself you're the favorite, all... there's going to be a backlash. Plus, people but are they, always you should be able to do it because God's protecting. And you. people, I mean, technically, yeah, it didn't turn out so great. I mean, technically, what they do have in their favor is they're the only country to be dispossessed of a nation for like two thousand years and get it back. I don't think that's getting ever it back happened. is weird. Yeah, that's never happened. Yeah, but. Yeah, if you're the other everywhere you go because you refuse to assimilate, that's what most of these laws are, right? Don't cut the short of your beard. Don't mix fabrics, all that stuff. You are different. You are set apart. You're my thing. And then, yeah, that has negative societal repercussions. (laughs) And sometimes if there's a plague, they're going to say the Jews fucking poisoned the well and there's going to be a horrible massacre. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I understand how it happens. Yeah. Maybe God shouldn't have made that his tactic. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think God would have a better plan <laughs> for come, his chosen people. It was going to come with eternity levels of suffering. I just love putting it back on God every time because it's a really dumb well, plan. he engineered it. He yeah. made the rules of yeah. no fabric so, and, the, and, and the beard. And Man, people take that to the extreme where the Holocaust was necessary for Israel to get its thing back. Like, thank God for the Holocaust. You would have to. Some if people. You, you would have to. Some people th- believe that. And We're paying for our sins, yeah, obviously. Imagine you, know? you believe in a loving God that had to do the Holocaust. It was the only way. You can't believe in a loving God. No, no, no. They do. In their minds. The Jews do, too, because they don't believe in Jesus. I'm talking about, okay, I'm talking about a certain type of Christian. Okay? Oh, I was talking about the Jews now. Okay, whatever. The point, some of them believe that God is a loving God. I bet you the Jews are scared of God. Some Jews. Maybe. It's, the, it's fucked up to them. It is it's fucked so up. It's so fucked up to it them. It is fucked up, but they still do it, and they still like love Yahweh and revere Yahweh and all the shit. You have to say that. I know. It says in that book <laughs> that you're terrified of. You have, you have to. to. If you believe this, you're going to go around with a big smile on your face saying, I love God. Okay, God's great. Let's put those people. Let's put. I'm, yeah. let, I'm talking about a cer- ter- certain type now. The type that mm. believes in a loving God that also believes that the Holocaust was a necessary evil for the. <laughs> like, Christians like, no, say that? So, yeah, people believe that. Like God, there's I was going to say uh, maybe a Jew after the Holocaust could justify that in a completely fucked up way because no, God, you had to the Holocaust was part of God's plan. A lot of Christians say that the way the world is is God's plan because it's God and it's His plan. Well, I guess it has to be, yeah. and that's how Christians used to do it. Like in the old days, the way like if I'm the king, 
yes, I'm the king because God yeah. said so, and I'm currently the king. How is that, How am I not the king? Yeah, right? if God didn't want me to be king, I wouldn't be king right now. <laughs> exactly. The way things are is because God made it that way. <laughs> when in reality, if God didn't want him king, he'd be king for another 20, 30 years, then kill him. <laughs> yeah. Of old age. Uh, so that's kind God of... God murders a lot of people with old age. A lot of kings get murdered by <laughs> old age with God. He chooses cracks in the ground and volcanoes for the rest of you. Fireballs for people that didn't deserve it. But kings, he chooses old age quite a bit at his weapon of and choice. And his wrath burned for 30 years. <laughs> oh. Okay, back to the Bible here. Verse 7. He sent messages to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go and fight with me against Moab? I will go with you, he replied. I am as you are. My people are as your people. My horses as your horses. By what route shall we attack, he asked. Through the desert of Edom, he answered. So the king of Israel set out with the king of Judah and the king of Edom. The three kings. This is like some Lord of the Rings shit. After a movie. After a roundabout march of seven days, the army had no more water for themselves or for the animals. What a brilliant strategy. Let's go through the desert and then thirst to death. Don't they, if they go anywhere, don't they have to go through the desert? Isn't uh, everywhere through the not, desert? Not really. Okay, so I was in Israel and we traveled all around it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there is a huge desert there, but a lot of it's on the Mediterranean Sea. It kind of is, it's a long, narrow strip with a spine in the middle, like a mountain range that kind of goes through the middle. People live yeah. in these mountains, but on, on the you know inland side, that's where the Dead Sea is and more of a desert. On the other side, it's actually pretty lush and green and vegetative. So they got you got like the coast like kind of a little flatlands elevated and then down again, desert and then mountains and then your neighbors. Okay. So what were their options then? Um, Could they have taken the lush green side? Well, or would they have had to cross the river? I mean, Sun Tzu says the best always take the indirect approach. So they're not going to take the main roads to Moab. That would be going by fortresses. Well, you're not strategizing. You're just killing them with God. Well, no, in fact, they are strategizing. When they say God says to go attack, they mean us as humans, right? Mm-hmm. I know that we should, you should imagine if you're the modern day Christian that God just does all the work for them. But actually the human beings holding the swords actually had to kill the other human beings holding the swords. So so they're like God staring above at the chessboard going, here, go here and then go here. Yeah. Remember when, yeah, a lot of times, you know, God helps those who help themselves. And so it's like, fuck it. It's so backwards. This whole like way of thinking is not consistent, and it's crazy making. Um, so they it's making had, you crazy. They had no more water for their. It's just exhausting defending losing positions all the time. After a roundabout march of seven days, the army had no more water for themselves or for the animals. What? Exclaimed the king of Israel. Has the Lord called us together only to hand us over to Moab? Hang on. When did the Lord call you together? You just decided you were going to go attack Moab. This is crazy. Yeah, the Lord didn't say shit. I know. But Jehoshaphat... Maybe the Lord told him to ask for too much stuff. <laughs> also, he's his, he's the son of Ahab and Jezebel, the worst king in Israel's history. You, you, it's kind of hard to believe that he'd be like, what? Didn't God say he was going to bless us? So, verse 11... Well, you got to be like, what? God? Shit, you <laughs> asshole. It was you who got us over here, not they. Oh, we've been wandering through the desert for seven days. God, you son of a bitch. It's funny. Everyone's complaining and they're like, why the fuck did you take us through the desert again? <laughs> this happened last time. This happened every time the Jews have ever done this. 
And he's like, they do get lost in the like, desert all, all, the time. all the time. And then he has no choice but to go, you're right. Fuck God. You son of a bitch. Again, you lead me astray. Uh, what? Has the Lord called us three kings only to hand us over to Moab? But Jehoshaphat asked, is there no prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of the Lord through him? An officer of the king of Israel answered, Elisha, son of Shaphat, is over here. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat said, cool. the word of the, so basically he knows the old guy and I heard that he has double the powers and you should see the scars on the children's face from those bears that they, that they mauled them. Yeah. A couple of them saw holding their guts after is pretty <laughs> dope thing. God did. They shouldn't have called the prophet bald. It's a perfectly apt punishment. They shouldn't have just described him out loud. <laughs> yeah. That is a defense to slant. Like, he is bald. You are bald. Hey, maybe you shouldn't feel bad about it. You know. Because there's nothing you can if do. The, if, if Elijah were to deny that he was bald, that would be lying. And according to the Bible, Revelations 21.8, liars go to hell. So, in fact, the children would have been correct. Like, a real defense for slander in the modern era is if it's true. Like, if you say a bunch of shit about somebody and then it turns out it's all true, then they can't sue you for slander. Literally. Yeah. yeah. No, I said facts. <laughs> yeah. Which it, is how it should be. Yeah. I mean, and it is. If we were in a court, we wouldn't have definitely not sent two bears to murder <laughs> those kids. Not in today's just. No, not no. in our just world. In our God-free separation. <laughs> in our separation of church and say those kids would not be dead. It's, a, like be it's a better place to live. And some fucking people, like my parents, want to go back to that archaic laws. Maybe they should move to the desert and give that a try for They a bit. should. They really should. Just give that little... An officer of the king of Israel answered... If God wanted them to be here, he would have wrote it down in the book. I mean, do they have a choice? Let's not go there. <laughs> no. Elisha no said, one has choice. Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Edom, and the king of Edom went down to him. Elisha said to the king of Israel... What do we have to do with each other? What do we have to do? <laughs> he says, go to the prophets, your father and the mother. of." He basically says, I'm done with you people. You don't like go to your mother and father's prophets. I don't worship. You don't. You're not my guy. Your dad tried to kill my best friend, Elijah. Uh huh. And then, he, yeah. Did you hear about the fireballs? I got like double fireballs. Now. Yeah. <laughs> No, the king of Israel answered, because it was the, the Lord who called us three things together, three kings together to hand us over to Moab. I, I'm just going to read that one more time. Because it was Jesus who called us together to hand us over to Moab. Christ? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing savior? I'm doing that from now on so that Christians uh, don't get to disassociate the God that punishes people from Jesus because they're the same person in the Trinity. So Jesus said to go kill the Moabites. Well, then also the Holy Ghost did this too. Yeah, they, all three of them, they were all there, all in one, all talking to Elijah. Is the ghost... And they're different and they're the same. Is the ghost the present haunting of uh, Jesus' death on earth? Mm, that's, I mean... I or see, is it not a traditional ghost? No, it's not a traditional ghost. It's a spirit. So it existed before it's Jesus? It's a spirit. Okay, the Holy Ghost is the, the, the pillar of fire that they followed out of Egypt. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is the wind that parts the Jordan River. Oh, it's God's power. It's, yeah. That makes sense. But it's, it's more ephemeral than that. It's the thing that comes on people when they speak in tongues. Yeah, I've seen those videos. <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> it's the ectoplasm. <laughs> so, but God's Spirit is like a fireball that has, that's conscious. 
Yes. Like, it's the burning bush. So, God... But what I'm saying to you is it's many different manifestations. It's any time supernatural exists, that's the spirit of God. I actually... Okay, I get that now for the first time. I get what they believe. (laughs) Well, it was like a wind before, and you're like, why does God have a wind, you know? Yeah. But if God has every, every power that he has is... A conscious version of himself. I can get on board of that. Conscious? Like a, like a cool anime. I mean, yeah, it makes sense in a cartoon. It doesn't make sense <laughs> in real fucking life. Yeah, but they didn't have cartoons back then. It is insane to believe that. And that's the same person as Jesus. It's a person. It's a personhood with its own, like, emotions. And, like, it talks. <laughs> Remember when at the beginning, it- when they were making, when God was, and he said, we discussed him and the Holy Ghost and Jesus d- discussed on what, how they would make it. What the fuck is going on there? Do you think he, like, likes being fire and hates being wind? Um, it's like, fuck, I'm wind again. Shit. <laughs> I, no, a because he would just time do it. Being fire. I mean, he could do it. He no, could change but, but whatever. Isn't he controlled by God? Because they're the he same. He is cause God. Because they're, they're the same yeah, person. Like, how dumb is this conversation? Like, how dumb? <laughs> I feel so dumb talking about this. <laughs> it's fun. Though. Imagine believing this for real. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you couldn't have this conversation and believe it for real. Oh, I have had this conversation with my like many people that believe it. And I mean, for real. we couldn't if we were both like oh, taking yeah. it to the extreme. Well, then what is it now? And people argue about this, and they believe different things, and it's the source of like conflict. It's fucking crazy, fucking idiots, man. I like I'm flabber. I'm so like I'm, I'm all worked up now about how dumb that is. Like when I say it out loud, it makes me like pissed off. Honestly, that was a good description, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I could good. articulate that nonsense. Yeah, it's it's God's it's God's superpowers, <laughs> but he's also in a superpower, so they're conscious because he has to be in two places what at once. What the fuck is that? And then whenever he did it on Earth, when Jesus was alive, he was three places at once. Yeah, yeah, he could have cast uh, some Holy Ghost onto Jesus, and then who knows what would have happened. Okay, so back to our story. Elijah says so. What do we have to do with each other? Go back to the province of your father and your mother. No, the king of Israel answered, because it was the Lord Jesus who called us three kings together to hand us hand over, hand us, hand us over to Moab. What? You shouldn't be handed over to Moab. Moab should be handed, called us three together to hand us over to Moab. That's weird. Oh, I guess that means because they're in the desert, we're being handed over to Moab. Oh. Like we're being delivered. Yeah, we ran because we didn't bring on a enough dry supplies. Sand, yeah, on a dry sand platter to the Moabites. We hey, maybe we shouldn't have kept the water in open barrels. <laughs> so Elijah <laughs> I says we brought twice as much. This this is kind of this is the bl- blood pools part. Do you think before they realized what evaporation was, people thought people were stealing from each other? I think they figured out evaporation pretty quick. There's when it gets- some point in history where they didn't. Because you have closed containers where water stays in and like evaporates onto okay, the side. Let's go another five thousand years back, and then another, <laughs> and then at what point did they not figure it out? Who's Some... stealing the fucking water? <laughs> For sure, that happened. Um, Some I had a... cave jackass with his melon cup, you know. I had a similar... put it there and then killed the other cave guy because there was no water the next day. It's quite possible. I had a, actually kind of the same experience growing weed. Uh, we grew, you know. I worked how to grow up, mm-hmm. and then. But we t- took a bunch home because we were like allowed and slash stole, and we t- and but it dr- it dries right and shrinks mm-hmm. and I didn't know this and so like we had it all drying and I was like Joe did you like take like a bunch of weed and he's like no and I was like there's way less than before <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay we try and burn it wet and he's Caleb. like I, I, yeah well we're I'm I'm an idiot but I like 
didn't factor that in. I was like, someone is stealing the weed. Like, there's all the weeds here. There's half as much as we had before. That's so <laughs> funny. That's the exact same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. So for sure it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Who took my fucking water? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so Elijah says, as surely as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, if I did not have respect for the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look at you or even notice you. But now bring me a harpist. <laughs> what? A harpist. He says, I won't do prophecy unless we get some tunes. Oh, yeah. I need some killer jams. Yeah. He says, and he says to the king, I wouldn't even look at you if it wasn't for this guy because he's awesome. Jehoshaphat, he pointing to? Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. So Israel is split now into Judah and Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And Judah's still doing good stuff. That's why God's... And Israel has the king. That's the, the, son bad of the king. worst king. Yeah. Okay. So while the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he said, this is what the Lord says. Make this valley full of ditches. For this is what the Lord says. You will see neither rain nor wind, yet this valley will be filled with water, and you and your cattle and other animals will drink. This is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord. He will also hand Moab over to you. Oh, God. Oh, you, Lord. You will overthrow every fortified city and every major town. You will cut down every good tree and stop up all the springs and ruin every good field with stones. Jesus said that, that they're going to kill all these people in Moab. So, so they're gonna they're gonna cut off all the resources. Yeah. So he says, dig a bunch of ditches. He first he says, this is a, dig a bunch of ditches. Yeah. So God requires you to do something shitty. Dig ditches. That's gonna suck. Also, you have no water to dig ditches. But once the ditches are dug, God's gonna fill them up with water because it's easy for the God to do. Yeah. If you dig it low enough. Yeah. Right. Is yeah. God doing if this? If you dig it low enough, they just fill up with water. The next. I think morning, there's a word for that. It's called a well. <laughs> no, there are ditches, Kyle. The next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, the the next morning, about the time for offering the sacrifice, for offering the sacrifice. Wow, that's just split split over three words. So at the time for the morning sacrifice, Mm -hmm. there it was, water flowing from the direction of Edom. Water flowing from the direction of Edom! Exclamation point. And the land was filled with water. So they dug their ditches the next morning, all filled with water. Crisis averted. God saved them. Now why, the, why from the direction of Eden? <laughs> is it like a river coming in? or is it? Just I, I would like to know the in? actual geography. That's probably what literally happened. If it's coming happened. from a direction, then there's a river or something. Yeah, I think right? that most of the water in Israel is groundwater. That, well, that's, what I was, that's obviously what's happening if they're digging ditches. Yeah. And they think it's appearing. That would <laughs> blow your fucking mind, though. Because there'd be a little water and then, you know, yeah. it would it would seep in slowly. Overnight, and that's hilarious to be like, "Holy fuck!" If if you just dig a ditch, God gives you water. It's easy for God. It's in the ground. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me! I've only seen sky water. It would be a little bit counterintuitive. To, I mean, I like I wouldn't guess because when you pour water on the ground, it kind of just yeah, sinks it would in blow your fucking mind, gone, right? Yeah. To to think that there's like, in fact, I learned in um, university when I. The only one of the only class I felt like I learned something in environmental economics that most water in the world, most fresh water, is groundwater, mm-hmm. and most of it is essentially mined, as in it doesn't replace that fast. So when you deplete a reservoir, it's now gone. Yeah, look what happened in California. Yeah, and we're doing that a lot, and it's quite bad. 
Yeah, but Canada has the most. Fish. I know we have the most. Fr- Suck my dick. <laughs> we have the most fresh water. Yeah, if the actual apocalypse come, we're putting up a wall between us and the United States. How about that? <laughs> I don't think that would last no, ten we, seconds. No, we have how many nukes do we have again? Zero. Oh, zero. Why right, do we, we right. don't need one? Imagine we had a nuke. I like, don't want any. I don't want any. I, I'm I, just saying. I know. I don't I was want joking. any. If we're hoarding water. It's not going to last. But it'd be funny to have one nuke. It's like we will. Like we'll pop someone off. Yeah, like, we'll pop our. Hey, we'll blow ourselves up. Yeah, we'll blow our own. You want our? You want our water? Yeah, we're fuck, nuking it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so the next morning, yeah, bunch of water. The land was filled with water. Now the Moabites had heard that the kings have come to fight against them. So every man, young and old, who could bear arms was called up and stationed on the border. Every man, woman, and child with bare arms. Yeah, we gotta. I mean, I'm kind of rooting for the Moabites here because they're they've done nothing. Well, they're getting fucking abused by israel they have to give them a hundred thousand lambs and the wool of a hundred thousand rams every year and sounds like a made-up number yeah, so now israel's coming because they couldn't pay and they, so he's like everybody's got to fight young old everybody this is like existential threat like we are this is fucking full on i'd rather go down like that it's a hard choice to make would you really listen to episode yes. six of supernova in the east dan carlin's podcast it's six hours long i don't believe in dan carlin Listen to it, and that's that's you'd that's ra- you'd, an actual society doing that. You'd a- you'd rather be under someone's thumb submitting the rest of your listen, life. Listen to I, what it sounds like in practice. I know what it sounds like. It's gonna be horrific. Everyone's gonna get tortured. Everyone in you know is gonna die. And they they're literally beating each other to death with sticks and rocks in caves because they're never surrendering. They fight till the very end, and then they kill themselves. It's like the most brutal dude. To actually see it play out on a wide scale is. Horrific. Yeah, but also don't. But tell, in, don't it, tell me what to do. In melee combat, though, that the only difference I think, and it's a profound one, is mm-hmm. that they, you actually could with spears and sticks and swords, somewhat have a say in your own destiny when you're getting nuclear bombs dropped on your country. Oh, then there's nothing you can do. Yeah, right. Yeah. Except have like anti-nuke. We have those. Isn't that crazy? Or the United States has them. We yeah. don't have shit. But we. But are, they installed them here. <clears throat> they installed think, them yeah, they did. In, all in Canada because they're worried about Russia coming over the top. Mm-hmm. So we actually have them. I guess so. Isn't that cool? This is, we're like se- the continent's I think, separated. I don't really have a lot ocean of in faith in that working. Look at the Iron Dome. Yeah, but. That shit works awesome. It works pretty awesome. A few rockets get through. And if it's a full-on nuclear attack. Plus, if you're detonating. Yeah, but they're coming, they're coming overseas. You can see them. Still, detonating nuclear bombs in the atmosphere isn't great. It's not that bad. We've been doing it for a while. We did that for a while. <laughs> it's pretty bad. We did that for a while. Okay, let's... Did you know all the metal on Earth is contaminated? Yes. With, the only uh, way to get it is from World War One ships. The ships that sank. Yeah. So if you're making like compasses or watches, you have to get metal from the bottom of the sea. <laughs> or I guess mine from outer space. Uh, Although there's a lot of radiation there too. Maybe that's not true. Let's finish this story. I'm already super depressed. <laughs> what? It's not going to happen to us. Let's see you have to live the rest of your life. Hey, it ain't going to happen to me. It is going to happen. Nope. Okay. Now all the Moabites... I choose to listen to happy 90s dance pop and it's not going to happen to me. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> now all the Moabites had heard the kings had come, so everyone young and old and could stand and bear arms was called up and stationed on the border. When they got up early in the morning, the sun was shining across on the water. To the Moabites across the way, the water looked red like blood. They said... That's blood, they said. Those kings must have fought and slaughtered each other. Now to the plunder of Moab. So they thought 
They're like, fuck yeah. So for some reason, it's a red dawn. A red sun rises. Orcs have been slain this night. No, so... <laughs> A red sun rises, they're looking across the valley, and these ditches full of water look like pools of blood, and they just assume Israel has had a full-on civil war. Well, it kind of makes sense if you think you're going to lose in the first place. Yeah. And they had any type of battle, you got to get them now. So, right? so they're like, yeah, let's, get them all the tired let's attack. But when the Moabites came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites rose up and fought them until they fled. And the Israelites invaded and slaughtered the Moabites. They destroyed the towns. Oh, well, shoot. In the name of Jesus, they destroyed the towns, and each man threw a stone on every good field until it was covered. They stopped up the springs and cut down every good tree. Why is that necessary if they killed them all? Um, don't come back. We're what making they, this place a wasteland. They killed them all. Right. Um, so they obviously didn't kill them all. That's when you plop a couple of people there and be like, hey, anyone that wanted some new real estate. But the idea is they don't want people there. They're sick of people living there because every time somebody lives there... Within a few generations, they're at war. So we're stopping the springs and we're covering the fields with rocks. Um, only here, and also, couldn't God easily just make the place? I mean, obvious. That's the obvious thing we always have to say. Yeah, but. give a give it another uh, old school classic plague. Yeah, right. That has worked. It's worked pretty easily in the past. Only Kier Hariseth was left with stones in its place, but men armed with slings surrounded it and attacked it as well. When the king of Moab saw that the battle had gone against him, this is badass, he took with him 700 horsemen to break through to the king of Edom. So he took 700 of his best guys and said, we're busting out of here. Doesn't, oh, dope. Doesn't make it. But they failed. Shoot. Then he took his firstborn son, who was to succeed him as king, and offered him his sacrifice on the city wall. The fury against... What does that mean? He offered up his firstborn son as a sacrifice? Yeah, he killed his firstborn son. He to, killed his own firstborn? Yeah. Why? To his own gods that's like, this is it. We need to make a serious sacrifice. I'm sacrificing my son. And guess what? It works. What? The fury against Israel was great, and they withdrew and returned to their own land. <clears throat> he killed his son? So there is other gods. Otherwise, it was this god, Jesus, yeah. who enjoyed so much... That he murdered his own son, that he turned the Jews back. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the two. It would be apt for Jesus to like. I do like a good firstborn son sacrifice. That's true. He it is on a. <laughs> it's it on is, par. It's on par. Yeah. Yeah, that's the story, and then it ends. So they're just stalemate. So they get to still be at war. The war continues. Yeah. The next next week on the podcast is a famous one that everybody who's been to church. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Everybody who grew up in church knows about the widow's oil, uh, magic oil. So remember Elijah had to, had that widow, and he made her make him a sandwich, and then he went upstairs and laid on his son when he died, yeah, and then rose him back to life. Mm -hmm. Elijah, same type, you know, double portion. He also gets his own widow, and she has to make him a sandwich, and that's next week's story. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Did we get any? Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah. What'd Holy you? Ghost, dude. Magic powers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is, I guess that's not nothing to finally, like that description. To finally be able to describe one of the facets of God. Yeah. Conscious powers. I didn't know. You've never said before that he's all the things. It's all of that. That God does. Yeah, it's all the manifestations okay. of God's power is the Holy Spirit. Because they kind of just pick and choose when they say in the Bible, the I Holy know. Spirit. I know. It's dumb. It's real so it's dumb. It's kind of confusing. It's like he's never around, but this time this is Holy Spirit. And then... 
The other times it just says God did it. Yeah. But they don't say that was the I, Holy Spirit. Well, it's very confusing. And that's why they have to have the Trinity. Like those, it, it the, makes no sense. Like otherwise. those hundred people should have no felt. They should have said, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit as fireballs are raining down. Yeah. Because that was the presence of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus. And Jesus. Yeah. And God. And God. All, <laughs> All in the, one. Yeah. Isn't that nice? That's what you. Uh, yeah, you fucking idiots. Uh, That's what you no, believe, we're you not, fucking we're not pieces going of down shit. That road. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> we have an email. We got no Fuck. emails, but. What was the question I'm supposed to research? I'm going to do that. Remind me. Yeah, I'll remind you. Something after the about souls. Yes. And like what Christians believe about souls and how souls. Basically, the science of souls. This is a, that's a hilarious question. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The science of souls. Fuck. What a preposterous idea. The, just to even have like, okay, it's you, but nothing measurable at all. But it's you, and it's the most important part of you, and it's immeasurable. Mm-hmm. That's what your soul it's is. The part that goes to heaven. Yeah. But okay, so can we? define it or empirically measure it on any level at all no No. that's the nature of souls yeah it's but it's the most important thing you have to have faith fuck (laughs) celebrating faith is the 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 the, the dumbest thing (laughs) i can't even fucking talk (laughs) it's celebrating ignorance i know you said dumbest thing but you i stuttered Calling someone dumb but saying it dumb. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Honestly, it's celebrating ignorance. It's do you know what the, it's the equivalent of though? It's like imagine your kids. You're like you know why is the sky blue? It's sky. It's the sky is blue because I made it that way. Because God made it that way. Well, no, it'd be like <clears throat> it'd have to be something intangible that you couldn't see. No, the the, the point is that yeah. they celebrate. That's like it's blue because God made it that way. And never try to figure out. Don't even do research. Believe. And if you try to figure out why it's blue from any, like, I know that there's. Yeah. I think it's more like the earth is flat. Sure. The earth is flat. Because. Yeah. yeah. And if you question the earth is flat, yeah. you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah. And the more you believe that the world is flat, we're going to celebrate it and be like, that guy has so much faith in the world is flat. That's awesome. Good for you. Go up to the front of the church and tell more people about how flat the world is. Look at this guy. He's watched all the YouTube documentaries. Good for him. I know. And they celebrate. He's the most famous. And you're like, what if you put your hand up? You're like, you know, I've been in a plane. It seemed a little bit round. It just seemed a little bit round. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you have faith? Don't you understand science? That's the glare effect. Okay, but the doubt, I'm trying to talk talk about like, doubt is just like a serious, like you're a bad person for having questioning things for like why would god do something that i got don't even ask the question have faith that's what you're told to do your whole life yeah that's fucked up that's what i'm gonna say in my cult too fucked <laughs> pisses me off <laughs> that's a good tactic i'm just gonna steal whatever i've learned and start a cult you, you now see how i mean not like you now but like the more we talk about this and the more we do it like that it's so obviously just mind control stuff mm-hmm. ancient mind control stuff that they figured out forever effective ago. yeah and yes obviously very people effective. are still believing this fucking book because it says in the book to believe the book and if you don't believe the book you're a bad person i saw a church that had a this is supposed to be a negative thing it was like on the church sign because they all have signs. Yeah, with some a lot of them have a saying on it. Oh God, some of them are so <laughs> bad. This one was, it said, uh, 
It said the more the more uh the more we understand about si- about science the less we believe in in god and that was supposed to be a like science is bad but it was just like that's so that's fun. that's it that's it in a nutshell that's I would like, be like you nailed it hey, yeah we hey. believe that we're proud of it because <laughs> yeah. we have faith yeah he's strong in his faith dude yeah, his whole family was burned alive in a fire. There's a fucking famous guy that wrote hymns. His family died on a fucking ferry accident. It was a horrible thing. His whole family died. He wrote a song about it called It Is Well With My Soul, about how like God gave him the strength to get through that horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And that song has helped a lot of people. But what's infuriating to me is that he's like, you know, I just got to believe harder. Guess I just didn't believe enough. God damn. Like, imagine that. I mean. Yeah, he left you alive because he didn't believe enough. Everyone else is in heaven. Or suffering. however you want to frame it, that he knew I could take the suffering and blah blah blah. Like we're gonna get. Why, to why, st- why would you? It does, it we're gonna matter. get to the story of Job in like seven years, mm-hmm. and Job is literally the story of Job is God makes a bet with Satan. Satan comes from wandering the earth, and he says, "You know, uh, a lot of people down there." Uh, and he's, and God's bragging. He's like, "Have you seen my servant Job? He's the he's the shit. He worships me no matter what." He's like, "Yeah, you gave him a pretty good life though. What if you killed his family, gave him fucking diseases, and made all of his crops burn up?" And then God's like, "Go ahead." And then Satan just fucks with Job over and over, and like, and then God's like, "See, he didn't denounce." And then it's a forty chapters. That's on. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's and then like that's like a go to one for Christians that when they deal with hard loss, they're like, see what happened to Job? Yeah. And at the end of the story of Job, he what like a good guy got it. He gets a new family. Like he gets He gets a replacement family. Yeah, he gets more kids, new wives, and it's and he gets more cows than he used to have. And it's like, see, God rewarded it. It's like, what don't you think he missed his children that he knew by name that he had lives and memories with? Like, don't you think he missed those people? Nah, he got new better ones. What more more of them too. Fucking and a younger wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dope. All right. Thanks to the new patron this week, Dwayne. Oh. Dwayne and only Dwayne for joining the patron. Patreon.com forward slash Bible Beaters. Keep up. Uh, if you keep up with the Patreon, the next episode is the coolest guy at, K- at KSS Middle School. Who's that? Oh, not the next episode, but whatever you said at the beginning. I don't know. The fucking next guy were. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm probably won't talk to him for like two weeks, but there's another guy. There's a few interviews, but I don't want to say any names because I haven't confirmed any of the interviews. But well, something's they're they're coming on. You're it's get- just a matter of not next week, maybe two weeks, whatever. End the fucking thing. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. well I'm home.